to be turning to John's Gospel, the 11th chapter. Hope and pray you'll keep your Bibles open a moment. I'm just going to read two key verses, but we'll draw some thoughts from this tremendous chapter. But again, good to be saved tonight. Good to be in the Lord's house tonight. Appreciate Brother David. Appreciate the church following his leadership and the desire for, for this meeting. Amen. In verse 21, I want to read the statement of Martha. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. And then down in verse 32, I want to read in your hearing Mary's statement and Mary's evaluation. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. You may be seated tonight. The Lord will honor the reading of his word tonight. We don't have to ask him to do that. He's going he's to do that whether or not you and I hear and listen to his word or not. But I pray that he would open our ears and our hearts to his truth tonight from this familiar, familiar 11th chapter of John for just a, a few moments tonight. I want to magnify best I can an on time God. A God that is on time. That doesn't always look like he's on time. In fact, to Mary and to Martha, it looked like he was anything but on time, but you can mark her down. He was on time before the chapter began. He's on time in the middle. He's on time and the end. And he's on time tonight. He is an on time God. But you know, we read, we read this chapter. We read this chapter like we read the book of Job. And we know the ending. And we know the, we know the happy ending that comes. Uh, we read through Job and we know that God's gonna uh, again restore all that Job uh, had seemingly lost. And we read the chapter and we know uh, that the Lord is gonna stand there at that tomb and say, Lazarus, come forth. But I would remind you now, Mary and Martha did not know that. They did not know what in the world was going on. They didn't know why in the world is the Lord late? Why in the world is the Lord not here? But I'm meditating out. He's an on-time God even when it seems like he's not. But now I want you to know that it's one thing to say that when everything's going well. It's one thing to say that when, uh, uh, when the bills are all paid uh, and everybody's getting along. It's one thing to say that uh, when you're not sick in body. I wasn't able to be here last night. I was at, at CMC down in Charlotte. We've got a, we've got a man that's been uh, uh, taking him about three years to get on the liver transplant list. He's been on it for about a month got uh, uh, critically ill uh, uh, over the weekend uh, and is back in CMC and uh, they've taken him off the transplant list or put him on hold uh, uh, for, for just the moment uh, uh, there. Uh, I want you to know, uh, uh, it's not easy to say and believe he's an on-time God uh, when everything is going south. But here tonight, I pray the Holy Ghost would help us see he is just that regardless of what goes on in your world and in your life. But he's an on-time God. He's an on-time God when it appears. 
And I remind you, everything's not always as it appears. Everything's not always as it seems. But he's an on-time God when it seems like he's late. And that's what it seems like to Martha. That's what it seems like to Mary. And you notice in the text that, that, that it's Martha that's running out to meet the Lord. That's normally what Mary does. It's normally Mary running after the Lord. It's normally Mary found at his feet. It's normally Mary uh, watching at his feet. But in the chapter, in verse 20, Mary is sitting in the house. Mary's not even going out the front door, getting off the front porch uh, to meet the Lord when the Lord does arrive in Bethany. Oh my, she feels like he's late. Uh, She feels like he's too late. And she's hurt uh, and she's confused. And it seemed like the Lord was late. I mean, Lazarus is now dead. And it seems like the Lord was faithful, was not faithful to show up at the right moment. I mean, they've sent word to the Lord and yes, I know it's so. They don't say, please come, but they just believed he'd come because he loved Lazarus so much and he loved them so much. But Lazarus gets sicker and sicker and sicker and Lazarus dies from all earthly appearances. It looked like the Lord It looked like the Lord was late. Martha, Martha goes to acting more like Mary in this chapter and Martha does run out and meets the Lord in the middle of the road. But you notice the text we read a moment ago. She says, Lord, had you been here, my brother had not died. Now I want you to know, she's exactly right because death cannot enter in when life is present. I want you to know, Lazarus could not have died. That thief could only have died after the Lord had given up the ghost. You know, everybody says Peter missed that night when he took out that sword and tried to lop off that fellow's head and just got his ear. That's all he could do. Why? the resurrection and the life was standing right there. They're right, they're right. He could not have died had the Lord been there. But the Lord wasn't there. And Lazarus died. In fact, it's not just that Jesus didn't come. He doesn't even come after he's died for four days. I mean, he's so late, he didn't come to visitation. He's so late. It's as if though Martha uh, was saying, Lord, uh, uh, you're late. Lord, Lord, you can, you can even conduct the graveside service uh, for Lord, why in the world are you, you, you so late? Now, I don't know. Maybe, maybe as it's coming out of Martha's lips, maybe as it's coming out of her mouth, she realizes momentarily who she's talking to. So she says something religious. She says to the Lord after that, In verse 22, I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. You say, why do you say that as religious preacher? It's because she didn't believe it. She didn't believe it now. Now, I'm not picking at Martha 
because I'll be honest with you tonight. I sometimes, I sometimes say things because I know they're the right thing to say, but the truth is, I wonder, is it really gonna work out? I wonder, is this really how the Lord is gonna bring it to pass? I mean, sometimes we say things because we know we ought to say them, but the truth is, deep down, we really, really wonder, will he really, really get us through this? Will he really, really provide? Will he really, really meet this need? I mean, oh my, sometimes we think he's late, when he's not, why? Because he's an on time. He's an on time God. Oh my. Now I'll tell you that. Martha's just pouring out her heart and Mary's just gonna pour out her heart and I'd encourage you to do that tonight. You can pour your heart out to him tonight. You can tell him how you feel tonight. I mean, after all, he knows how you feel tonight. But I want you to know, if you think he's late, you can tell him. If not, push him off the throne. You, you, can say, you can say, Lord, where in the world were you? Lord, why did you not show up? Lord, why has my marriage failed? Lord, why are my youngins in such a mess? You can tell him how you feel tonight and it won't hurt his feelings or cause him to give you the cold shoulder, my friends. No, no, no for he cares about you. He cares about you tonight. You say, well, preacher, how do you know she didn't believe? How do you know when she says here that, Lord, I know that thou can ask whatever thou askest and God will, how do you know she didn't really believe that? Well, they buried Lazarus. They didn't keep him laying around for the Lord to come. They decided the Lord wasn't coming but they decided even if the Lord did show up, it was too late. Jewish tradition, now not the Bible, you hear me? Jewish tradition, they, they, uh, they believed uh, that the spirit of the soul of a person hung out, hung out over the body for about three days. I'd remind you in the text, the Holy Ghost never tells us anything uh, just by accident. He tells us this has been the fourth day. They, they, they buried Lazarus because they believed the Lord's late. They believed the Lord cannot do it on my. But it's not just that uh, they buried Lazarus is the reason I know she didn't believe it. Oh my, when the Lord stands right there in the middle of the road and says to her, I am the resurrection and in the life, that's what he says in verse 26. He says, whosoever, whosoever, Martha, stick your name right there, whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die, believest thou this? Here's how I know she doesn't believe that. She changes the subject. In the next verse, in the next verse, she said, yea, Lord, I, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, uh, which should come into the world. Oh my, oh my. She is so gripped by grief and sorrow and confusion. She thinks the Lord's not on time, but I'm in a tent tonight. He's an on time God, even when it seems like, even when it seems like he's late. In fact, down in verse 39, when they get out there the tomb and the Lord says, roll away the stone, Martha says, no, Lord, he's stinking. He's stinking, Lord, we don't wanna smell that, he's stinking. She was saying, it's too late. Now, I'm not throwing stones tonight and you can look real dignified and religious and sit like a knot on the log if you want to, but the truth is we often believe he's late. Oh my, but he's an on-time God tonight. He's an on-time God when it seems like he's late. But he's an on-time God when it seems like he's early. 
when it seemed like he's early. He said, what in the world do you mean, preacher? Jesus says, verse 23, thy brother shall rise again. She said, oh yes, Lord, I know, I know. In that, in that latter day, in that great resurrection, I know my brother's gonna get up. Martha, Martha is thinking Jesus has gone from being late. Now, now he's early. Now he's way, now he's way ahead of time. I got news for you tonight. He's never late and he's never early. He's always running right on time. Oh man. Oh man, she says, well, of course, I know, I know my brother's gonna get up. I know my brother's gonna get up in the great resurrection. See, she forgot what Christ could do that day. She forgot what Christ could do right then and there at that moment. Oh man, she had faith for the past. She had faith for the future, but she was lacking faith for the present. Oh, I wonder now, what's your faith for? What's your faith for? I got news for you. The past has done left the station and the future may not get here for you and me. Uh, uh, we, we better put our faith in Christ and in God tonight. And I got good news tonight. You can, why? He's an on time God. I tell you what she was doing. She was doing like I, like I used to do. I used to like uh, 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 to take my brother's telescope uh, and I used to like to take it. And you know, you look through that little end you look out there at the stars or, or, or a buzzard way over there across the other side of the field. I used to like to take that thing and flip it around and look through the big end. And if you take and look through a telescope through the big end or a pair of binoculars through the big end, it looks like something that's real close. It looks like it's way, 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 way out yonder. You know what? The world and the situations of life or pull that on us, and the devil will sure enough see uh, that he pulls it on us, and we'll get to thinking, well, God, God used to do something way back down the road, and God will maybe do something way up the road, but here we are right now in this day and then it's hard. We need to remember that he's an all-time God, not late, and he's not even early. But could I say to you right quick, could I say to you right quick, he's an on-time God. Now, he's an on-time God when it seems like he's late, but things aren't always as the same. He's an on-time God when it seems like he's early, but things aren't always as they seem. I want you to know he's an on-time God when he's not moving. He's an on-time God when he's not moving a step. I didn't say wasn't working. There's never a time he's not working. Oh, he's always, he's always working, but I got news for you tonight. He's not always moving. So you sure preacher? Well, I sure am. I wouldn't have brought it up if I hadn't been sure. You want proof of it? It's right here. It's right here in the text. You know, it's amazing to have the Bible. That Bible tears up a lot of sermons and a lot of uh, bad theology. I want you to know the messenger arrives and says uh, unto the Lord, uh, he whom thou lovest is sick. And the Lord hops up and the Lord runs right out after him back down to Bethany. Well, that's not even in the living Bible. No, no, no. No. What does it say in verse six? When he heard therefore, when he had heard therefore that he was sick, he abode two days still 
in the same place where he was. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I got this much figured out. He did not move. He stayed right where he was. He stayed right where he was. He doesn't follow after the messenger. He says, oh my, this will not be for death. This will not end up in death. Now this is gonna be for the glory. This is gonna be for the glory of God, as he says there in verse four. As he converses, as he converses with Martha, Martha runs back into the house. Martha goes back into the house to tell Mary that the Lord is calling for her. And Jesus runs right after Martha and follows Martha into the house to sit down with Mary and to hold Mary's hand. No, he doesn't get out of the middle of the road. Stays right, stays right, here it is. Stays right there in the middle of the street. Uh, when, he had, when she had said so, she went away, that's Martha. Call Mary, your sister, secretly, saying the master has come and he called her for thee. Now look at verse 30. Now Jesus was not yet come into town, but listen, was in that place where Martha met him. He meets Martha in the middle of the road and does not move. Oh my, I'll tell you, he's an on-time God tonight. Even when we don't see him moving, even when we do not see him moving and working the way we think he ought to work, even when we don't see him moving in the way we believe he ought to be moving, he is an on-time God. Oh my, oh my now. Finally, 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 Mary does go to acting like Mary. And Mary does get up. And Mary does run out. And Mary meets the Lord right there in the middle, in the middle of the street. Say, so why did she delay preaching? Oh, remember, she's hurt. She's confused. She can't figure it out. Why in the world did he not come? Why in the, why in the world did he not speak a word? He had done that before. They knew he could just speak a word and take care of it. He didn't even really have to come, but surely he would have come. And when news came that Elijah was dead, surely he'd have put it in overdrive and got here for the service. But oh my, Mary, Mary is hurt, but she's now come. She's now come to the Lord. Or seeking help and encouragement from the Lord. But I want you to know, again, I'm not throwing rocks at Mary or Martha, because oh my, often just like them, when the Lord's not moving, when the Lord's not moving the way we think he ought to be moving, we think he's late, we think he's forgotten, we think he's forsaken us. I'm gonna tell you tonight, the water is not always trouble. There is not always a sound of going in the mulberry trees. I heard, old black, I heard a black preacher say just the other day, he said, emotion without devotion is just a commotion. Emotion without devotion is just a commotion. And you see, we get real nervous. <laughs> and if something ain't going on, we're gonna make it go on. And if it doesn't look like God's moving in the service, we're gonna make sure something does happen and something does move. Hey, I'll tell you tonight. I'll tell you tonight. Often when I'm making a radio tape, I say, cut your radio up. So cut your radio up right here. If you tell me God's always moving where you go to church. I'll look you square in the eye and say you're amongst that which is false and not of God. 
You want some scripture? While Moses is on the mountain, alone and still with God, the people are at the foot of the mountain with a racket and with a noise. Where was God moving? He was on the mountain writing with his finger, writing the law of God. God wasn't even, bless God, if you please, in the zip code of that crowd at the foot of the hill. Oh my, I want to tell you, we sometimes think, oh my, if God's not moving, we're going to help him out. Oh my God, help us to know he's an on-time God that doesn't have to have our help tonight. Oh my. It's hard. It's hard to say he's on time when we feel like he's late. It's hard to say he's on time when we feel like he's early. But let's be honest, it's real hard to say he's on time when it seems like he's not doing a thing. Oh my. So we want a hypocrite. We want to cover it up. We think, we think, we think silence equals deadness and stillness equals deadness. I remind you, the book also says, be still and know I'm God. You say, you're not for preach, you're not for shouting preacher. Oh, you didn't hear me say that. I'll shout right with you as long as God is in the midst, oh my. But if God's not in the midst, it's not a shout, it's a holler, it's a racket that's not of God. Now, I didn't ask to preach tonight, I was asked. He's an on-time God, regardless whether it seems that he's late or early. He's an on-time God. He's an on-time God. Oh, man. When he's not, when he's not, when he's not moving. But here's the good thing. Here's the good thing tonight. Because he's an on-time God, in spite of how seen things sometimes seem, because he's an on-time God, in spite of how at times he is not moving and he is not manifesting his presence in our midst. Oh my, if you and I just wait before him, we'll get to see, we'll get to see his glory and we'll get to see his power. In fact, that's what this whole chapter's all about. That's how come Lazarus was sick. That's how come Lazarus died. That's how come he, that's how come he did not move, oh my. And sometimes I'm convinced he doesn't move in our services and get us desperate to get Get us crying out to God. Oh God, would you move one more time and come by one more time when you and I wait before this God who is always on time. Hang around on time. We'll see his glory and on time we'll see his power. Oh man. I mean, listen, which is, which is harder? Which is harder? To heal somebody that's sick or to raise somebody from the dead? Well, the answer is, bless God, neither are hard to the Lord. That's the answer. He can heal the sick, he can raise the dead with just a word, neither are hard unto the Lord. But so Martha and so Mary and a whole gang and no doubt Baptist, if you please, that was looking on and even Lazarus could know I'm always on time and I'm always about my Father's glory and I'm always about doing my Father's will. Oh my, our Lord, our Lord, our Lord, our Lord waits to the right moment to do that which he, that which he does. Oh my. You see, this is a mighty significant lesson that they needed to learn. 
because it's not going to be very long from this. It's really not going to be very long. In fact, I remind you, the Lord said something back in verse 15. He said, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent that ye may believe. See, the Lord, the Lord knew just a little ways from now, they were going to be asked to believe he would be raised from the dead. Just a little ways from this point in time, they're going to be asked to believe that he can get up from the grave. I don't know what, I don't know what you may be going through tonight. You may, it may seem like to you he's late. It may seem like you he's early. It may seem like he's not doing anything and he very well might not be moving on my, but don't forget he is working, he is working, he is working even when he is not moving. But oh my, learn the lesson well because no telling what you and I might be called upon to believe in the days that are ahead. Oh my. Now that's my introduction. Here's my message. What do you do? What do you do? When it seems like, and it feels like, and it looks like he's not on time. I'm not going to preach it. I'm going to give it to you. Number one, you remember he is. When it looks like, seems like, feels like he's not on time, remember that he is. He's an on-time God, never late, never early. You think he's going to do something different in your world? You think he's going to do something different in your situation? No. Remember, remember, he's an on-time. He's an on-time God. After two days, he said, oh, boys, let's get up, let's go. We've got to get down to Bethany. Thomas said, well, let's, Lord, let's go die with him. Let's go die with him. Oh, my. God had a plan. Now, you listening? God had a time to work the plan. God had a time to work the plan. See, God, God not only does the right thing, he does it at the right time. See, we're so hard-headed, we often try to do the right thing at the wrong time. You can do the right thing in the wrong way, but you can do the right thing at the wrong time and it'd be a big mess. He's the on-time God. Remember, he's always on time. He does the right thing at the right time. Number two, go to him. He loves you. Oh, my. The word of God says it right. He loved Martha and he loved Mary and he loved Lazarus. I want you to know, when Martha runs out there and says, bless God, why will you not hear you're late? He doesn't, he doesn't rebuke her. Oh, when Mary says, Lord, if you'd just been here, if you'd just been here, he doesn't say, well, I, I knew you didn't have faith. I, I, I knew they wouldn't miss you. No, no, no. He just loves on them. And here tonight, regardless of how things are or regardless of how things seem to you tonight, he does love you. Go to him. He loves you tonight. Number three, and I'm done. Go with him and do what he says. Go with him and do what he says. I can't preach it. He says, where have you laid him? Show me where you've laid him. And then when they show him where they have laid him, he says, move, 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 move away. That's roll away the stone. Go with him, obey him. Go with him, obey him. Even when it doesn't make a lick of sense. Because on time, he will say, Lazarus, come forth. That lost person you used to pray for, but you done, forget, you done give up on. 
that need you figure, oh, it'll never come to pass. You just hang with the God who's the on-time God. Run to him. Let him love on you. You listen to him. You go with it. You obey and do whatever he says do. And before you know it, but it certainly will be on time, he will say, come forth. He's an on-time God. That's the message, Brother David.